I'm the mind guy. I'm a mental health advocate and logistics consultant who's helped hundreds of professionals with their mental health challenges in the workplace. April is Stress Awareness Month, so I'm speaking to professionals across the industry about stress and find out what they've got to say on the matter. Today, I'm joined by Lindsay Perry. She's a change management and logistics transformations expert from Leaf Partnerships. Hi, Lindsay. How are you? I'm well, thank you, Paddy. It's lovely to see you. Excellent. You too. Always a pleasure. So, diving straight in, Lindsay, can you tell us a little bit about your time in the industry? Like, where are you now and uh, how did you get there? Um, so, I'm probably in the latter years of my career. I'm in a fortunate position to be trying to work a little bit less than I have been. Um, but I came through a fairly traditional route from university through consulting, um, went client side and worked in retail for quite a number of years, but always working in delivery of change, whether that be project management, program management, or in the latter years, more change management, focusing on the people side of it. Nice. So, you, so people is a big part of like understanding people and, and, and relationships is a big part of what you do. Absolutely. There, it's always the the cement, if you want to call it that, that that makes a solution work. At the end of the day, you can have the best processes, you can have the best technology that's available, the best sited warehouse, whatever that might be. But at the end of the day, um, you really do need to rely on individuals and their relationships with others, um, and and how they work, how they think in order to get the best out of that investment. Uh, and for years, it, I think, certainly in the early part of my career, it wasn't a focus um, for projects to have a people work stream in them. Uh, but that's definitely changed. And that's changed, I guess, the return on investment and people's working lives for the better, for sure. Certainly in the last 10 or 15 years, I think that's really moved. Not everywhere, but it's certainly a big trend now. Yeah, I think there's a lot more kind of focus on on and there's a lot more kind of quantifiable evidence around mm. the cost of of looking after your people and, and or rather the cost of not looking after your people. Yeah. Um I think Mind have put out a survey uh, uh, some studies a few years ago now that suggested for every pound that a business spends on the mental health of their employees they get a 5 pound return on investment. Yeah. So it's definitely worth doing. Absolutely. So and from I was just going to say that I think that I think that there is an element of um, sort of it's not just looking at your people. It's it's genuinely believing that if they are that they are happy, it will impact your customers. It will impact the bottom line of your business. Um, there's all sorts of data now that supports it. So even if you only look after your people for commercial reasons, you know there is no excuse. Yeah not to have an agenda that helps people to sort of bring their best selves to work. Absolutely. Which sort of leads us nicely on to from, from your, from your role, from your job, what do you find stressful? Um, I, uh, I find it difficult sometimes to say no, uh, when there are tasks to be done. And one of the changes I've tried to make in recent years is to 
um, move away from always being the one that owns the task to one that is guiding or coaching individuals to do the task themselves. Um, and that's a really hard habit to break if you've spent your life being the one that delivers as opposed to the one that's helping others deliver. And I love coaching and mentoring others, um, but I do find it difficult to say no. And then it becomes very stressful because there's too many things on the to-do list um, and too many clashing deadlines. And I can absolutely clam up when that happens. So that's when I find myself feeling pretty stressed by work. Hmm. And so what effect does that stress have on you? Like, How does that impact you personally? Yeah. Um, so I work harder. I And by harder, I mean longer hours. Um, and I get more exhausted. I think the quality of the work that I do in those circumstances is it's less valuable to clients. Um, and... And I forget, not purposefully, but I genuinely forget to do the non-work things that I enjoy, whether that be fresh air and exercise or um, sort of spending a bit more time with family and friends. I forget and get too absorbed in the work. Um, and then I feel guilty. And so that combination is not great. <laughs> That's a, that's a cycle and a half to find yourself in, isn't it? <laughs> I am better at it than I used to be. Better at managing yeah. than I used to be. I always find it amazing how, yeah, I always find it amazing how quickly we fall out of good habits, like how, mm. how easy it is to form bad habits, yeah. even when it's stuff like you say that you enjoy. That's a so weird I, thing. I guess you kind of already answered. I know, right? It's really weird. How can know, you forget right? to do the things that you love? <laughs> Human beings are ridiculous. We, as a species, we're ridiculous. We can be. Yeah. So I guess you've already kind of meant, answered this already, but how, how do you manage your stress, like when you are feeling under the pump like that? Well, when eventually kind of my awareness is raised and I realise that I'm in one of those cycles, um, I mean, obviously, to-do lists are always great. I think apportioning the to-do list across a week rather than a day is always a good habit. Um, and um, and seeing that it, you know, stretched out, it looks less daunting in a week. And then actually making sure that I put, go for a run, um, do a bit of gardening, have coffee with a friend, I put that on the to-do list. And then before you know it, they're, they're sort of back in there. And and then you have a chat with a friend and you say, oh, I'm in this world, too much to do. And then they talk some sense to you. And then, you know, so before you know it, it, it sort of stopped again. And that's definitely something that getting out of that situation is definitely something I'm much quicker at now. Um, I, I love being in the fresh air. It's incredibly important to me, whether it's a, a run for an hour or a walk for a couple of hours or something. And... Um, and whilst it's nice to do that with someone, it's also nice to do it on your own um, or with a kind of a mindful app or something like that, having a bit of a chit chat to you every couple of miles on your way. Um, so things like that, I think, are all those sort of modern tools that are on your phone 
um, time alone um, just helps to sort of reinforce what's important. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. And as much as I find as much as my smartphone has definitely been a cause of, of me falling into bad habits and having more stress, it also definitely helps at times as well. Yeah, I mean, it could be a good book or just running and listening to the radio and the chit-chat on the radio can be quite good. But um, oh, I can't remember, what is it called? Um, the Orange Mind Tools? Is it Mind Tools? No, I can't remember. Oh, anyway, uh, one of those apps. Headspace. Headspace, the orange one, yes. <laughs> um, they, you know, they, they do runs in conjunction with Nike and, and that's lovely. You know, you just feel your feet touching the ground and... And those sorts of things, um, mm. I, I just, I just find that lovely. And I'd even go out in the rain. You know, I, I'm not a sort of, not limited to the fair weather. I only just, it's just the ice. So actually, the winter can be a bit of a pain. So don't like running in the dark with ice. But other than that, I pretty much go out in anything. That feels, that that sounds fair to be honest with you. It feels just self-preservation. That yeah, yeah, allows you to eat cake as well, which is always a good idea. Yes, obviously. I mean, <laughs> you and I agree on that for definite. So last but not least, your top tip for someone else on a similar journey to you. I think the one that's hard to master, but I would give it as a tip and also remind myself of it, is don't be too hard on yourself. Give yourself a break. Yeah, that's. I think that's excellent advice. I wish I could master that one. I know, right? <laughs> Me too. I tell it to everyone else, but I'm very bad at doing it myself. Yeah, Lindsay, thank you so much. It's been a it's been a pleasure having you on today. <laughs> You're welcome as always, Paddy. Nice to see you. <laughs> Thanks, Lindsay. I'll speak to you later.